Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, the New York Jets Audio Experience, hosted by me, Tyler. And today, similar to last week's episode, I got a few questions to answer. Um, also, an intro here going over the, the uh, Deshaun Watson drama and saga that has gone on for the past week that I know a lot of people want to know information about. So that'll be coming up right here. So what I know from one of the sources I talked to is Watson's preferred destination is the New York Jets. Now, I can confirm this on a pretty high level. It's a source I trust. Um, Although there may be other options, obviously, for Watson. Um, Him being in New York this past week isn't a fluke. Um, He he, he loves the city of New York. He has friends here. His brother's a Jets fan. Um, So I think, obviously, that would be a great um, trade for the Jets if that was the case. Um, we're going to see, have to see how it turns out. It's all on Joe Douglas and the Jets' hands now. They're going to see if they have to get a deal done with the Texans, if the Texans even want to let him go. Um, this is going to be a long process. This is going to be a drawn-out process. But what we know right now is Watson loves New York, and he wouldn't mind going to the Jets. So that's something cool to hear after having a couple of years of free agents not wanting to come here and having to pay the Jets tax and things of that nature. So it's, it's kind of nice to just have a little respectability now. Um, now that we have a new head coach in here in Robert Sala, who just got, um, announced official, uh, I think that was yesterday, which would be Tuesday and tomorrow recording this on a Wednesday on Thursday, they're going to have his introductory press conference at two o'clock PM Eastern time, um, on YouTube and the Jets official app and things of that nature. So really excited to hear that. Um, so without further ado, I think that's all I want to say about the intro. Um, any more Deshaun Watson questions or anything like that, just go over to my Instagram, New York Jets Game Plan, and uh, just go on my DMs. I always answer them. I'll uh, answer any questions you have. Um, but other than that, let's get into a couple mailbag questions that I have for you here. Um, first hand-picked one here, at Eddie Whitman on Instagram. What would the Jets have to realistically give up to acquire Deshaun Watson from Houston? Um an answer here, a quick answer that's been the consensus across um, multiple media outlets and people I've talked to, three first-round picks is going to begin the conversation for Watson. Um, that was confirmed on ESPN, NFL Network. The Texans aren't going to listen until their three first-round picks are put into the conversation, basically. So um, it's a lot. It's a lot for a lot of teams around the NFL because they're not going to be able to afford Watson cap-wise to start. And secondly, the draft capital they're going to have to give up is going to be substantial. And there are really two teams that you could think of right off the bat that have that draft capital to give up. It's the Jets and the Miami Dolphins. Um, The Miami Dolphins obviously have Houston's number three pick this year from the Laramie Tunsil trade two years ago. It would be really odd if they had to trade that back for Watson. Look, crazier things have happened. I could see it. Um, I know Watson likes Miami. Might not be his top choice, but he uh, he likes Miami. Wouldn't doubt if he went there. It would be, wouldn't be good for Jets fans, but it's an option for Watson. Um, so three first round picks there, uh, likely later round picks, second, third round picks, possibly a mid to high end starter. Um, we'll get the job done. Um, it's not going to only be th- three first round picks for Watson though. It's going to be more. Um, so the next question here is from uh, Jack McGurk here on Instagram. Will Joe Douglas take a conservative approach to this offseason? Um, I think he'll be smart. Uh, might be a little more aggressive than last year. Um, if you can recall, last year he gave out a lot of uh, one-year deals, a lot of prove-it deals to free agents. Uh, I think re-signing Brian Poole, that one-year $5 million deal. Rashad Perryman, that one-year $6.5 million deal, I think it was. I think he's going to be a little more aggressive, uh, a little more aggressive into getting those higher-tier free agents. I uh, think Joe Tooney, Allen Robinson, players like that. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, I want him to be more aggressive, though. 
I think um, it's important for him to be more aggressive in this free agency because overall this is a big year for the uh, Jets overall. So I think if he goes out and picks up an Allen Robinson or Joe Tooney, it's really going to ignite that fan base. It's really this fan base has been really ignited already with the uh, hire of Robert Sala. That's been great. Um, the free agency is going to be huge for the team moving forward, and I think building upon free agents and drafting well will have this team position really well heading into 2021 here, the 2021 season that is. So that's that question answered. Smart, aggressive, really just be competent. Don't don't overpay for free agents that aren't going to produce um, the year after. Um, but overall, yeah, that's going to be that. Um, next question here from T Leo 8 uh, Any chance we draft a wide receiver with our first round pick acquired from Seattle? It's a possibility. Um, kind of an open-ended question compa- uh, considering if uh, Watson is going to be available here or anything like that. But just um, hypothetically speaking, we keep those draft picks where they are. I think a wide receiver is a very high possibility there, especially if we go QB early on. Um, Sam Darnold's position isn't a lock on this team moving forward. We all know that. He might be back in 2021. He might not. If he's not, QB at two, wide receiver skill position or defense at 23. Um, and I think a wide receiver at 23 is really realistic and a smart decision by Douglas. You don't want to take one too early. You don't want to take one too late. So I think wide receiver at 23 is definitely a uh, potential option. Uh, next question here comes from Roy Foss 4 on Instagram. What do we do with CJ Mosley? Um, nothing. We let him play out the 2021-2022 season under his new cap hit for the 2021 season, which is $7.5 million, I believe. That's due to the um, COVID-19. Um, he sat out 2021, uh, 2020, I'm rather, due to uh, family concerns, which is totally cool. Um, family before football always. So we'll see how that affects him moving forward. Um, his play in that sense. Um, if we even get an 80% CJ Mosley, that's great. I'm a linebacker next to Neville Hewitt if we reach sign him. Blake Cashman, who's going to come back from injury. Uh, we'll see how that all plays out, but overall, your question, what do we do to CJ Mosley? Let him play. Last question here I'm going to do from Matt Pennell, um, which is kind of a combo question. I kind of like it. Um, so this is asking, which duo, I guess, would you like more, uh, Sheriff Godwin or Tooney Robinson? I believe the question was. Um, the obvious answer here is Tooney Robinson, I think, because Allen Robinson, a great route runner, great hands. Uh, I think a m- more complete wide receiver than Chris Godwin is. Um, and Joe Tooney, um, in my opinion, a better guard coming out of New England. Um, that's going to hit the free agent market, expected to hit the free agent market this year. Um, that would be the dream. It's not realistic, though. The realistic pairing here, I actually think, would be a Tooney Godwin. Um pair up. Joe Tooney going to garner a lot of interest in free agency, going to make a lot of money in free agency. Maybe not as much money as he would have if he hit free agency in 2019, but it's still going to, I mean, 2020 actually rather, I guess. It's still going to be a lot. Um, COVID's going to hurt his chances of signing huge, huge in free agency. Still going to sign huge. Still going to sign to a team that needs a guard, um, an elite guard at that. So we'll see how that turns out for him. And Godwin, I think, is a great receiver coming out of Tampa Bay. Had a good year this year. A few drops. Nothing that can't be fixed up. Um, So I think the Jets explore the wide receiver free agent market for sure. I'm pretty sure Juju Smith-Schuster, Kenny Galladay, Allen Robinson, and Chris Godwin are the big names that they hit free agency. If I'm missing one, just leave it down in the comments. I'm pretty sure those are the names there. So those are the questions I'm going to answer for you guys today. If you enjoyed, make sure you leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Before I let you go, quick little outro here on Quick Watson situation. Um, if I get any more updates, I'll definitely post them on my Instagram, at New York Jets Game Plan. But I expect it to be a little stagnant for a little bit. Um, 
Watson has time to play out, play his hand. The Texans don't have much, much leverage here, remember. Um, Watson, when he signed his deal, has a no-trade clause, so he gets to pick where he wants to go if he um, requests a trade. He hasn't even requested a trade yet. This whole situation is very early in the process, I believe, and it's going to take a while to iron some things out, but I'll definitely let you guys know. Remember also, Robert Sala press conference, when this is posted um, Wednesday night, his presser is going to be about... 12 to 14 hours after this is posted, so make sure you check that out, 2 p.m. ET um, Eastern Time on Thursday on YouTube, Jets official uh, website, and their app. Um, I'm Tyler, New York Jets Game Plan, and I'll see you later.